eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. All right, here we are back. Silver and black today, the post-game edition. Raiders 22-16 to winners over the Denver Broncos. So you got to love that. The big win on the road. And Mo, uh, excuse me, Murph. I wanted to tell people, <laughs> Mo, everybody, Mo, Murph, Mo, you know, whatever. The M&M brothers, yeah. So Mo will be back on Wednesday. Mo's been taking care of some health issues. He's been oh. working through it, but uh, needed to take some rest from the show. So he'll be back on Wednesday, or excuse me, Thursday show. So stay tuned for that. Uh, just in time for Thanksgiving. Yes, he's 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 a turkey, so he's coming back on Thanksgiving. Uh, but we have Murph here uh, from Raiders Fan Radio. Make sure you subscribe to uh, Murph's channel as well, Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, him and Swag Jeff Michelle do a great job on the show. You got to catch it every week. It, it's must-watch television for Raider Nation, and we certainly appreciate him being here on the show as the voice of the fan and. Usually the voice of reason. I know you don't always think so, Murph, but you are. You you really come through and people listen to you, which is good because you're a level-headed, diehard fan. Some fans get a little too emotional. You get emotional too, but you channel it to the right thing, and, and I got to love that. Oh, thanks, um, Scott. Yeah, of course. So let's jump in with some things that got better today and maybe some things that got worse. Um, I look at this, and I have to tell you, I was surprised. There were moments, and you talked about Sam Webb, who had a forgettable game. If I'm him... Yeah. I don't even, I mean, I wouldn't even watch the tape. I would just say, hey, coach, you know what? It was not a good day. I'll come back next week. Um, but the defense overall, and we'll get to Max Crosby in a minute because he's on a whole nother level. But the defense overall was much better against this. And I expected that because Denver's offense has been terrible. Okay. But that's okay. It doesn't matter. You need get get right games. And I thought the defense overall, it had its issues, but overall it played well. They kept Denver to those 13 points. And, and I don't care what NFL offense you're facing. That's a big deal, especially with this defense as much as it's been struggling. Overall, Murph, I thought that that was also, I said all along, they just need a positive experience where they make big plays. The end of the first half, Max Crosby forces a fumble. 
Then they have to go to fourth down. The Broncos have to kick a field goal. And then Max Crosby blocks the field goal. So that set the tone for me for that second half for that to defense come out. Talk about what you saw with that defense. And, of course, we'll, we'll gloat about Max Crosby in a few seconds. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Max deserves his own segment after this game. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the things I think that jumped out at me most, and it was probably a little bit, I mean, it was a big play um, because Chandler Jones actually was on our television screen. I don't know if you guys caught that, but, um, <laughs> but he creates um, a disruption in, in, the, in the pocket. Uh, Russell has to step up, and here comes Hall, uh, young 37, coming off of, like, what, the Eagles practice squad or wherever the heck he was coming from comes in there and, and 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 finishes the playoff and gets the sack and uh you know he's filling in for a, a the time injured Deron Harmon and when you see players like that like to me like that's a, not only a headiness and a heck of a play by that young man but also like as much as we've been talking crap about Patrick Graham like that was a very good coaching point that like when he saw that his guy was staying home well then go to Russ like mm. and that's what he did and I thought that was an incredibly like telling play and and especially on the heels too, like um, for those of you that watched the Thursday night game and 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 saw what what the Titans did on Thursday night, one yeah. of the things that they talked about a lot in that game was that the Titans have been dealing with a ton of injuries and that they're pulling guys from other teams' practice squad, but yet they're still effective, and that's the result of high quality coaching. And it's like then that was a it was it was a small example. And it was, and it was, I know it's just one play, but that's the first time, at least with my limited uh, brain and fan eyes, that's the first time that I saw defensive coaching influence like a very yeah. positive play for that defense. Like that was a guy that like literally walked in from the sideline, first play, boom, gets a sack. Like that was, that was awesome. So that was great. Um, I've been telling everybody for four years, Cleveland Farrell is a closer. Mm. I'm kidding, but like, but to see him show up and like, and actually like have an impact late in the game and close it out. I mean, poor guy's probably not going to be on the team next year, but, but still to see him, uh, you know, play the way that he did late. I thought that was encouraging. But then I think my MVP of the defense tonight is Denzel Perryman. Dude was flying oh. everywhere tonight. Yep. Love seeing 52 flash on the screen. Um, you know, the way that he darts into the backfield, like talk about explosive, right? Like, and it's so cool to like, you know, yeah, I know Khalil Mack, but like we talked about the last like great linebacker that the Raiders have had was 52, Kirk Morrison. Yep. So it's kind of nice to see a 52 darting in there and making big plays for the Raiders. Yeah, the one the one he hit on the running back, I think it was uh, Gordon uh, when he caught him behind the line of scrimmage. Man, you could hear that over TV. That's how hard that hit was <laughs> uh, yeah. on that microphone on the sideline. But that was that was huge, and and that's what I think you people need. That defense has been under such scorn, deservedly so. Like you said, they have not played well. And in some cases, really not their fault. It's a little bit of the coaching. It's a little bit of lack of talent and injury as well. And so so to me, to see them come out, and I was like, okay, give your offense a chance. And they haven't passed games, too, in spots. But tonight, I thought it really highlighted the job that they did there. Let's, let's dovetail right into Max Crosby, because Max Crosby, and I wanted to be negative about Chandler Jones, because that's been how I've been feeling about him. But you're right. He played well tonight. And Max Crosby just said, you know what, guys, I'm, I'm just going to take you like some of the great quarterbacks do. We talk about this all the time. Max Crosby says, hey, everybody, get on my shoulders and I'm taking you there. I'm going to take you wherever we need to go. I'm going to fire you up. I'm going to show you how it's done by example. But I'm going to set that example so everyone follows suit. And I'll tell you what, I really believe the, his play. And then you're right, Perryman. Those guys were so fired up for that game and played so well that it improved Sam, Sam, Sam Webb, excuse me. Um, everybody else 
played amazingly better football. Even when they made mistakes, it seemed as though they would just bounce right back from them. There was no heads down. There was no jogging like we saw last week. Yeah. Everybody was hustling around the ball. Yeah, you know, when you got a guy like, well, we're focusing on Max here, but that doesn't exclude Perryman from the conversation because a right. lot of it can be the same. My note that I wrote down here, Scott, before, during the game to, to talk about tonight, relentless. Like, yes. they just don't give on any play. There is no jogging. It's, it's. I mean, even the the play where Max gets the freaking, which was, was kind of crap, but still, because it was, a, like, I think even the announcer said it was an effort play. He already started in motion towards Russ before Russ, you know, started sliding, and he kind of slid <laughs> over the top of him, and he really hit him, but we still got the flag. But even it's like, that's almost an okay flag. Like, effort penalties aren't a bad thing. Like it's the right. dumb ones, right? Or the ones that we don't want. Like, yeah. That, unforced, you know, unforced errors, that kind of stuff. Exactly. But right. so a play like that, like anytime that you're hustling and making an effort, like we're not going to begrudge you. And so to see that guy, like literally every play game in game out, like that's setting the tone. And we talked a lot about leadership. I, I know on this show and on our show last week, like it's a, leadership has been a huge topic of discussion for the Raiders because we knew we had great leadership in Rich Passaccia and some of the other team leaders last year, like an Alec Ingold that are no longer around. Mm -hmm. And so like, who are the team leaders? Who are the guys that are going to step up? Who are the guys that are going to be around for a long time? Who are the guys that are going to, you know, whatever, whatever. Well, Max, you can, you can lead from a lot of different ways. You can lead by being fiery. You can lead by example. You can lead by whatever, whatever. Effort and example right now, Max is not like a loud guy. Max is not no. a guy to start screaming in the locker room. He's leading by example, leading by effort, every single play. Same thing again with Denzel Perryman. And it's that to me is like, that gives me a, a, a encouragement as a fan because that gives us something to root for. Cause some of the worst experiences as a fan, like when you think back to like Raider teams of the past 2006 in particular and, and, and others as well, the give up, like where it would yeah. be like, okay, at this point in the season, we're over halfway through, like we're not going to make the playoffs. It's Then the team just starts to see this lackadaisical effort. You just start to see a whole like dark cloud over, over the team <laughs> on game day. Like, it's just like, it's just like they give up. So why, you know, they don't give a crap. So why should we, that's, it doesn't feel like that. And so like that, take a little bit of solace in that. And Max, I think epitomizes that on the day that he had today. No question. And I think that 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 is exactly what you need. And this is what I've been saying, because we have in the chat, Sean Scott asking, where do we go from here? And this is what I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, as I've been doing the show solo with Mo out uh, for medical is I've said every show I've tried to end the show and say, hey, listen, you got to find something positive, right? You and I talked about this last week in the postgame show. You got to find something. Yes, they're not going to make the playoffs unless they do what Murph says they're going to do, which which if he does, I don't know. I'm going to have to like buy him a trip to Mexico or something. I don't know. I'm going to have to do something. Okay. But but but, <laughs> but the thing is, you have to look for, OK, what do you want to see out of this team? What I'd like to see out of this team, if as, as somebody who covers it, is I'd like to see the offense reach some of its potentials that we thought. I'd like to see some of the guys get back on the field after this four game IR. I want to see Darren Waller back. I want to see Hunter Renfro back. I want to see them earn and get what we thought they would uh, out of those three guys. I also want to see the defense get better. No, you're right. There's going to be a lot of roster turnover after this season, Murph. We know when you have a season like this, that's what happens. You, you have a new coach, a new system in. They learn the players they need to keep and the players they'll say goodbye to. But of the guys that are here, you want to see, okay, who steps up? 
right? Who steps up like the guy who comes in and gets a sack in his first play in the NFL? Like, okay, so this guy makes a play. You see what's happened with Cleveland Furl. Now, he, you're right. He might be gone next year, or he might stick around and they give him a new contract uh, at a level that's more appropriate for what how he's playing. So everybody's playing for a job. You want to see Derek Carr get better from where he's been. He did that today. So I think there's all of these little things. What is next is keep winning ball games. Okay, keep playing four quarters, which they still haven't done tonight. They kind of played three and a half ish, so they're getting closer. So well, you count overtime. Maybe it was almost four. Uh, but but you you <laughs> you look at that and you say, hey, let's see improvement, right? Because yes, it's disappointing. But if you can see improvement the rest of the way, then you can say, okay, now I see the handful of core guys who are going to stick around uh, that you can get excited about next year. With in addition to whoever they go out and sign and draft. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Absolutely. Shout out Meatloaf. Four out of five ain't bad, right, Scott? Um, but you know, like, you know, so like, you know, that was definitely like, you know, I, I'm I'm with you, and and you know what we could, be, what we, things that we have to build on, like, you know, our special teams tonight. Like, I thought that was a, oh, yeah. an incredible, you know, you know, I, I love Amir, Amir Abdullah returning kicks, and I know that like, and you called it out early on the season, like special teams was a challenge for us and returns and the penalties and things kind of started seeing that build up a little bit tonight right yeah um and then of course you know even though carlson misses the one kick thanks for the jinx there uh you know <laughs> uh, whoever, whoever was on the call on that one schlereth yeah we know you stink you're a donkey um <laughs> like you, you know but aside from that like daniel carlson is lights out aj cole is lights out and, and trent sig is, is, is absolutely lights out so we know we're good there but that's not what wins you championships right we've had the best special teams in the league plenty of times before and so it's like so start to like build the building blocks around it and i'm with you we're going to see a lot of players gone i hate it that we're going to see josh jacobs probably gone josh jacobs yeah. is playing lights out he's to me he's the i mean uh, yes Devonte adams but sans that he's the mvp of our offense you know i think that he's had such an incredible year you could say that he's playing for his contract i don't know but the re results are amazing so regardless of whatever his motivation is or if it's just coming together for him here now at this point in his career, whatever the case may be, um, the guy's playing absolutely lights out. But anyway, so sadly, he's going to depart. And 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 Scott, I couldn't agree more, man. Like we're going to see some turnover, but yeah. I think there are things for us to. There, there is a a good case for there are building blocks here. Now, what do we do with what we have available going forward? Offensive line interior defensive line right like you know deep yes. secondary like a lot of those things we're gonna have to address those things but hey man maybe we'll string together another few more wins here and actually and wouldn't this be the most raider thing ever okay, i'm gonna say this i'm gonna shut up <laughs> the most raider thing ever you go two and seven right now we're three and seven Woo! but then so we're three and seven and then watch us finish like no kidding watch us finish nine and seven and we'll <laughs> win the last four like, we'll all be like, yeah, here we go. Let's go Raiders draft, baby. And then we're back. You know, like, it's crazy how this stuff works, man. This Raider life is a roller coaster. 
It, it, it is. And I'll tell you what, I mean, it, what happens with this team, too? I know there were, like I said, there were people who want the team to quote unquote tank without actually saying they're going to tank uh, to get, you know, a top five draft pick, mostly because people believe that they should draft a quarterback. Now, it's interesting because what happens the rest of the way could influence that. It could, inf- even if Derek Carr has a great rest of the year, they might decide to say goodbye. Uh, but I think the chances get slimmer and slimmer the more they win. Because if you're getting closer and you're that close and you drop down the middle of the first round, you're not going to do that, right? Because you have a good uh, top 15 quarterback in Derek Carr, so why would you do it? So it'll be interesting to see how that thing's all. But you hit it on the head with the building blocks piece. There is building blocks there. Uh, I still think, again, that this team is two, two seasons away from maybe a playoff win or so, and then maybe three seasons of that third season to where they could make a big push. Cause I just think you need bodies to your point about the defense and all that stuff. So it'll be interesting. All right. We're going to come back and chat a little more about this. We'll go over some of the stats and talk about what got better. What didn't here on silver and black today. If you're on the audio portion, we're going to take a break. If you're on video, stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to silver and black today an Odyssey original podcast. Don't go anywhere. 